Hello and welcome to A Queer Understanding, weekly conversations about all things queer. We are your hosts, Dr. Angelica Thompson and Akessa Thompson. For more information about the show and to hear more episodes, visit us at aqueerunderstanding.com. Our fourth installment in the MOSH series features Miss Aubrey Ombre. Aubrey is a 32-year-old transgender woman. She works at various bars as a performer for drag shows and actively volunteers in the community. She's in two documentaries, Transcend and A Woman with a Physical Problem. She loves bowling, horseback riding, laser tag, bumper cars, and movies. She's been an activist since 2003 when she first started at Memphis Gay and Lesbian Community Center. She has been doing drag shows for 12 years and mentors the new generation along the way by listening and understanding them and making them feel like they belong. Aubrey states, I care about each one of them as if they were my own. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I give my all and my last in everything I do. And my mission in life is to be happy and stay happy. Here's our conversation. So we have with us the fabulous Aubrey. Thank you for joining us. Of course. So, Aubrey, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Aubrey Wallace. I go by my stage name, Aubrey Ombre. I've been volunteering in the community since 2003. I have been in two trans documentaries, one called Transcend, which won film festivals in New Mexico and Los Angeles and in Toronto. Wow. Other one you can find on YouTube is called A Woman with a Physical Problem. Oh, that's very clever. I like that. Yeah. I've been a performer for 12 years now. I'm also the current Miss Gay Memphis since 2019, pretty much all around girl next door type of person. Love to go bowling, love horseback riding, stuff like that. Okay. So you said you've been in advocacy since 2003, and was that with the Memphis Gay and Lesbian Community Center? So 2003, it was with Rose College. Okay. It was a group called SWEEP, which stands for Stormwater Educational Environmental Project. And what we did is we went around, test the storm waters for like chlorine and everything so we can clean the storm water system and make fresh water. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. So what was, you say you started in 2003 with your advocate to work community. What was it like being a transgender in 2003 in the South and all this advocate to work? Did you get a lot of pushback or discrimination? I did get a lot of trans bashing back then. It's hard, especially growing up in the community and like trying to find your place and figure out who you are and just narrow your way through life without hitting pitfalls and stuff. And doing volunteer work really improved and helped me out going through my journey because I met so many awesome people. 
I've had a lot of name callings and things like that. I started volunteering roughly around maybe 2009, 2008, around that time with Memphis Gay Lesbian Community Center. And even then, like, they became my family, but it was a lot that I had to deal with in my personal life along that time. Around that time, I lost my grandfather. My grandmother went to a elderly apartment. I became homeless for three months, ended up getting raped, getting robbed, getting beaten with guns, getting transpatched, pretty much everything. But it made me stronger and made me become the person I am today and able to seek out about these things and able to help host people that has went through the same thing as me now. Right. So how did your family respond to you coming out as trans? Well, pretty much a lot of my family is very accepting of it. I think my dad is coming around some. Mm -hmm. It's harder for my mom and dad because they're like super hardcore Christian. Mm -hmm. My mom worries about like what people will think about her and what people say. And sometimes she's like, we have a great bond, but sometimes she pretends like it's not a conversation piece or something. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then my dad, he's coming around with it and accepting it because at first it was hard for him because he's been in a gospel band all his life and he's also a pastor. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, with him, it's it's a process. Right. Do you think it's harder for trans people and people just in the community, period, in the Black community. Definitely, because, like, Black LGBT, especially Black trans women, are the most hunted and killed, mm-hmm. which is very much a shame because it shouldn't be like that. Why do you think that is? Why do you think there's so much transphobia? Insecurity, maybe they don't want to see others do well or like the confidence on how we wear it. Mm-hmm. There's been, um, over the years, an increase. Every time you look over the years, there's been an increase on black transgender women that have been killed, that have been raped, that have been victim of domestic violence and all these things. And it seems like it's not getting the attention that it needs to get from the line, from the government, from the faith-based community and all these other communities. What would you like to see done? To show us more support and talk with these said but killing and senseless crime against the transgender community, especially those of color. I would like to see more protection, more people fighting for the rights other than trans people, um, more letters going to our government. There's so much that can be done because we are like the most unprotected around the world. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned being an entertainer. How long have you been doing drag? It's been 12 years. And how did you first get into it? What made you say, this is what I want to do? So at first, let's see, I graduated Overson High in 2008 and I was fresh out of theater. Okay. Because like before I went to Overson High, I went to Northside High and I wasn't too keen on, like, 
things like theater and stuff that was very artistic. Mm-hmm. Then I um, went to Yo Memphis Academy and joined the show choir and theater group. And then that got closed down. So I went to Overton where I made a whole bunch of friends and became a thespian, mm-hmm. which really opened up a new path for me. So I met a friend of mine that was going by Darshan. And around that time, I didn't know what drag was. I didn't know what clubs was. Like, everything was very new to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, My best friend took me to my first club, which was Backstreet Memphis. (laughs) And we were, like, just dancing to Sierra on the floor. And, like, me as an entertainer, I know every choreograph for any song, really. Right. So I was doing the choreograph, and a bunch of the drag queens was watching me. Mm -hmm. And so him being slick, he said he was going to the bathroom, but he went over to have a conversation with them and plotted me into my first show. (laughs) So... I did my first show October 15th, 2010 at Backstreet. Okay. And I had to come up with a name and a concept of what my image was going to be and what song I was going to do. So I got my name, Aubrey Umbre, from Aubrey O'Day of Dandy Kane. Mm -hmm. And the first song I performed was Dandy Kane's Damn It. And so recently, you have started a new venture. You got into a new area of entertainment, and that is rest. Yes. <laughs> I remember seeing that post. I was like, oh, so tell us about how you got into that, you know, when you started being interested in it and maybe just go ahead and decide, I'm just going to do this. Um, well, growing up, I was always a fan of WWF, and, like, China was my all-time favorite. Yeah. Her, Trish Stratus, and Lita, and Stephanie McMahon. And so, like, I will always dreamed of, like, meeting them and becoming one. And my drag brother, JR, he's a wrestler. So, like, one year at Club Spectrum, I decided to just do this little funny skit. And um, me and another performer came up with drag wrestling on stage. <laughs> and so... He got an idea to mix pro wrestling mid-south with our drag wrestling. Wow. And so they got me in the ring like seven times now over the past few years. And now I'm managing him on wrestling from time to time. Wow. So where can we go to watch a drag wrestling? Because it's new to me. I've never heard about it until I saw your post. <laughs> Uh, we usually do it at Jerry Lee Lewis on Thursdays, but we, um, we're postponing it for a bit so we can get everything taken care of. So usually I'm in Ripley on Friday nights. Ripley? Yes. Okay. So being from Memphis, I've been searching as an advocate of the community and you have seen where the community came from and where it's headed. And we know that you have been a big part of the Marsh Museum Memphis product. Can you tell us a little bit about your involvement? In Pretty much my involvement is to make sure that Memphis history isn't forgotten and to help 
mold the new generation and not change them into us, but give them guidance on the path that they want to go with the look they want to do and the songs they want to do and just give them a sense of hope and help give them places to showcase their talents and someone to go to when um when they just need to talk or hang out and stuff. Like I have my drag family I have seven drag kids actually right now. Wow. And I'm still mentoring some more kids. But um, my drag daughter jokes about it all the time. She calls me Blanca <laughs> from Pose because um, I open my door to anyone in need. And if you're hungry, I feed you. I teach you the ways of life outside of shows right. to bring you into an activist and a performer at the same time. Because along with being a performer, you're also a figure in the communities, yeah. such as like doing charities and stuff True. and trying to help keep bars open. Okay. And so we met when we went to the screening of the film that they are showing with the museum and you were one of the people featured in that film. How did you feel when you were first approached by Moss to do this project? <laughs> I was I was very honored because like I do things out the kindness of my heart because like without helping out in little projects and volunteering and things like that and talking in documentaries, like you have nothing to leave behind in a legacy, really. Right. So me as an advocate and as someone who was raised to help others and do for others. I take every chance I can to help out with projects and like museums and documentaries and stuff like that. Anything that someone needs me for, I wouldn't say no because it's pretty much something that's going to be important. Right, right. And um, what what does this exhibit mean to you? There's nothing I like that I've ever done before. And what does this exhibit mean to you? It means so much. It means change. It means growth. It means something so magical that you can treasure. Wow. So you say you, you do a lot of mystery within the community. What words of wisdom, what advice would you give a young person who is trying to find their way, find who they are, feeling like they might be dreaming? What advice would you give them on that day? Well, I will tell them that you will always have someone to help guide you. You will always have a friend. You can call me, message me, no matter if it's 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. I will wake up and I will be that person to talk to you. I will be there to guide you, lead you in the right directions of the right people that you need to see to help grow on your journey. Definitely don't be afraid. Stand your grounds. Always fight for what's right. Mm -hmm. Never let anyone put you down just because you feel different or you might not look like this person or be the size of this person. Or you might get discouraged because you're not moving in the speed of everyone else or looking like everyone else in progression. Wow. Because I've been through that so many times. And like, you just have to be patient. And give yourself grace. Yes. Always stay humble. Yes. 
that's one thing I really like about it. From the very first time we met as Paul and Jerry, I was like, mm, she's just so hungry. Because we approached you the past year and you were just there in the screening. And it was just such an honor just to see how long the URC all welcoming you are just talking to us and just don't like it. I was just really nice. So the advice you're giving is exactly who you are. Thank you. <laughs> if someone wants to reach out to you to either get you to help them in the community or someone that's looking for help, or wants to help with the work that you're doing, what can they reach you? They can reach me through Facebook, Aubrey Umbre or Aubrey Wallace page. They can reach me through Instagram, which is Aubrey Boom Boom. Can find me at Drew's Place if you need to see me in person. Okay. Or like even stop by Hollywood V. I mean, I'm there Tuesday through Saturdays washing dogs and I don't mind taking time and talking to you. Okay. We're trying the location. Union location. Okay. Miss Aubrey, do you have any last thoughts for our audience? Always live your truth. Never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Stay strong. Do what you feel is right for you. Surround yourself with positivity and not negativity. Always be humble about everything that you do. Be humble about the people that you meet in your life because you never know when you might need them or they might need you. As a community, we need to be there for each other instead of against each other because we already have so many people rooting against us and looking to succeed at watching us fail that we don't need to be putting each other down and trying to fail. So unite as one, get rid of the pettiness and just love one another and be happy and live your truth. Yes. Okay, listeners, there you have it with Aubrey Umbre. She's Memphis' very own, an advocate in the community, a chance advocate for change in the LGBTQIA plus community. Ms. Aubrey Umbre, I want to say thank you so much for coming on. Like, we're understanding it's a pleasure having you. I'm really looking forward to seeing you soon. Thanks, Aubrey. Thank you. Thank you. Also, if y'all are around Memphis, Make sure you come out to the Focus Awards at the Brooks Museum this Friday. Yes. I'm nominated for Entertainer of the Year, and I hope yes. to see y'all out there. We will be there. And hopefully a lot more people who are listening will also show up. We look forward to seeing you. Look forward to seeing y'all also. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to A Queer Understanding. We hope you heard something that resonated with or inspired you. Join us next week right here at A Queer Understanding. And as always, live your truth and be unapologetically you.